up? This is Caroline with the CWC podcast, where we believe that life without your favorite foods is not worth living. I'm going to be talking a lot about my journey to food freedom, and of course, I will always keep it real by sharing the good, the bad, and of course, the ugly. Okay, episode nine, we're back. Um, Today, I don't even have notes for this one. I don't need notes for this one. Um, Last episode, I had two full pages of notes because I was talking about surgery and how everything went and symptoms and all that stuff. So um, today's episode is called Be Your Own Fucking Cheerleader. And it's something that I've talked about so much in the past that it's just going to roll right off the tongue. So I don't need any, I don't need any notes. Um, I actually think I have two videos in the Facebook group titled this. Um, This is how important this is. And what it mean, what I mean when I say be your own fucking cheerleader before I get into it is quite literally stop depending on other people for validation to support you. And this isn't like a negative, like it kind it kind of is, but not (laughs) stop depend, stop depending on other people to like be your cheerleader, like be your own fucking cheerleader. When I first started my journey, I wish someone had told me this because for so long, I was so dependent on other people's approval and satisfaction. And I needed like, you know, I, and I was constantly fucking let down all the time because I was expecting things from other people that either they weren't willing to give, they didn't need to give me, they didn't owe me anything. But I was, that's what I constantly was wanting was other people to act this way, other people to do these things, other people to be this way towards me. And when you expect, when you live your life with all these expectations from other people, you are going to be fucking miserable for as long as you are living like that. Um, you know, I, I talk a lot about before my transformation, you know, seven years ago, I was not taking accountability for anything that I did. I was not living my life really for me. I mean, I was, I was a selfish prick, (laughs) but I wasn't like, I was constantly mad at other people. I was constantly taking shit out on my friends for like not doing certain things or acting a certain way or being a certain way. And I was constantly mad at my husband for not, you know, fulfilling something for me. I never lived my life. There's Pooh Bear. Okay, I'm going to, I normally don't do this, but I'm going to answer this in the middle of this episode. Hello? Okay, <laughs> back. Um, I was not taking accountability for myself. I was very, very into what, what will this do for Caroline? What will please Caroline? What can I do for me? Not enough people do for me. I was never concerned with what can I do for other people? And that's just not the way I lived. I never lived like that. Like 
I, I was constantly consumed with what will make me happy. And it's so funny. I used to hear people say, you know, do things for others, do things for others. And I was like, fuck no. But that really was like, like now that's what I do. That's my job. And it makes me happy. And it's just so fucking funny and ironic <clears throat> that that's like, that's where I found like true happiness. And I never thought that that would be what I would do. I never thought that this would, I never thought this would be my job. Like if, if you told me that my job would be like constantly bitching about things, I would have believed you. But like the fact, if someone would have said like, you'll be like inspiring other, see how I'm laughing about it. Like you'll be inspiring all these women. I would have been like, yeah, right. Inspiring them to what? Eat cheese nachos every day, which I kind of am. So it's kind of part of it. But anyway, I digress. Go back. Um, you're going to find yourself constantly disappointed if you are relying on others to make you feel a certain way at the end of the day. That's what this whole episode is about. So when I started my journey, and I'm going to go into depth about this and why, because you're, I mean, you, anyone listening is going to have gone through what I have gone through. So you can all fucking relate to this. I started my diet and I, I, I was gung ho this time. This was not a regular, like, Oh, Caroline's trying another fad. I was like, I'm, if I'm doing, cause it was expensive. Like I was like, if I'm committing and I'm paying for this, I'm fucking doing it. I'm not, not doing this a hundred percent. So I started and I just like wanted everyone to be in full support of me, which did not happen which doesn't matter by the way. And that's the point of this. Like, but I wanted everyone to be, why aren't, why isn't this person? You, know, you think like your family members and your close friends are going to be like your biggest supporters. They're not. And I'm not saying that in a bad way, but it's true. That's, we literally have new clients all the time who are like, what do you do? when like your spouse doesn't approve. What do you do when like your mom shoves food down your throat when she knows you're trying to better yourself? What do you do when your friends aren't supportive of you and they want to go out drinking when you tell them that you've started this meal plan? It happens all the time, all the time. That's why I'm talking about it. That's why it's an entire episode. I let that really get to me for a long time. I let the comments get to me. I let the fact that I really wasn't seeing some of my friends anymore get to me. You know, they didn't want to hang around me. I wasn't drinking. I wasn't eating a certain way. Um, but part of that was me. And I, you know, at the time I was like, why aren't they supporting me? Why aren't they, why don't they want me to be better? Why don't they want me to get healthier? And, and it's, that's not the point. You can't, you cannot think of what other people are thinking and why they're not doing whatever. When you start something, that's you, you're doing it. You choose to do it. You're not doing it for the validation of other people. You're doing it for you. You're doing it for the validation of yourself. And if you're not, you need to figure out why and make that your reason. Like you can't do something for other people. And I lived my life for other people for a very long time. And I was constantly miserable because I wasn't getting what I needed, what I thought I deserved. And you, like, I, I wanted all these people to be like my cheer squad, like cheering me on. And it, it doesn't happen like that. People have lives, people have problems, people have things going on. They're not constantly gonna sit there for you. And I, that doesn't, I don't, that sounds mean when I say it like that, but that's just the way it is. So to make this journey 
easier for you. Be your own fucking cheerleader. And let, honestly, really, I want to jump in and say, like, let the community be your cheerleader. Like, that's, that's why this community is so special. I started talking about it in episode eight, and I don't think I ran it home. <laughs> but, like, we are different. And I've had so many women say, you know, I don't want to join a group on Facebook. I've been there, done that. I know what it's like. I don't, you know, I don't want to do it. And they obviously have a reason. And when they get in there, they're like, oh, my God, I've never seen a group of women on Facebook be genuinely like give a shit about my progress, genuinely give a shit, genuinely give a shit about helping me, genuinely give a shit about like, let's figure out a solution for a problem I had today. Women who are genuinely fucking happy for me when I do something and I post about it in the group. Like that's just the way it is. And that's why it's so fucking amazing. And that's why everyone needs to be a part of it. Um, it's, it's awesome. I'm not going to get into that because it'll take me off track. But like realistically, it's actually not taking me off track. Like you choose to do something, it's you. And if you choose to be a part of our community, you're going to have you plus a, over a thousand other women cheering you on. But it's, it's really important to understand that your close friends and your family members, those who you assume will be your biggest cheerleaders, sometimes they might not be, and that's okay. And there's nothing bad about it. Don't expect it. If you don't expect it, you're not going to be upset. You won't have that, I don't know if I can do this because I don't have their support. Bullshit. Yeah, you fucking can't. Just fucking do it. And really, to like break this down, this is turning into a tough love video. Sometimes this happens. They just morph. Um, to break this down, when you don't want to do something, when you don't want to stick to your meal plan, when you don't want to go to the gym, when you don't want to do your laundry, just fucking do it. Like when, when I have girls that are like, oh, I just don't just do it. Like in a very quick, easy, succinct answer, just do it. I don't care that you don't want to do it. Now, if it's like a matter of you being like exhausted, then take a rest day. But anything aside from that, like, what do you do when you have like your dishwasher overflowing? Do you do the dishes even when you don't feel like it? Yeah, because you have to have clean dishes to eat off of. What do you do when you have 19 loads of laundry piled up in your laundry room? Do you stare at it and wish it to be done or do you do it? Even when you don't want to, you do it because everyone has to have clean clothes to wear. So look at the gym and look at your meal plan exactly the same. They are a non-negotiable. You don't want to go to the gym? Tough shit. Go and do your workout. I, I've been doing this for almost eight years now. Shit. Not one time. Have I chosen to go to the gym when I didn't want to and not felt amazing afterwards? Every time I go and force myself, I feel fucking great. I feel amazing. I've never once left and been like, damn, I feel like shit. Not once. So maybe 87,000 times and not once have I felt bad for making myself go. I always feel better. So you have to look at them like that, like a non-negotiable, like something that has to get done no matter what. And here's, I'm going to kind of interject this here too. Getting a little off track, but that's okay. That's cool. Over, you know, I finished up last episode talking about my breast implants. I just had my surgery. 
you know, I've been really fucking struggling for two years, lack of energy, all of the above. And I've still managed to pretty much hit my macros 95% of the time. I'll say 90. We'll just say 90. But like, I would have never done that before. Had I not had the knowledge and just the repetition and the years put in of counting macros and doing this, I, I, this would have sent me into a tailspin, like not being able to work out. I would have been like, well, yes, I can't work out. Yes. That means I can't do shit now. Guess that means I'm going to eat like an asshole. What does it matter? I can't go to the gym. That would have been my attitude even five years ago. The hell that was my attitude. When I got my neck injury, I was like, fuck this. I'm going to the gym. I'm working out no matter what. I mean, you should have seen me. I looked like an idiot. I had severely injured my neck, like couldn't move my upper body. That's how bad my neck was injured. My whole upper body was stiff. And I went to the gym and tried to walk on the treadmill. And Josh was like, are you crazy? And I was like, I'm not, not working out. It's not, it's not happening. I knew if I wasn't able to go to the gym, I didn't trust myself with the food. I I didn't trust myself. I knew it would go to hell in a handbag if I was not able to work out. Well, guess what? I wasn't able to work out. And it was so funny that day I had like a glimpse in my mind of, I know this is happening for a reason, but fuck, I'm fucking pissed about it. I know this is for, I know at the end of the day, this will be for a reason, but I am so fucking mad right now. I remember that day. I remember where I was standing. I was at the Greenleaf office and I was talking to Pooh Bear and I was, I was like in tears. I remember where I was standing and I was so mad. I knew that day was going to be pivotal. And it's funny sitting here now. I mean, God, almost three years later, it was, it was a pivotal day. I knew it like deep down. I was like, this is going to be like something. This is happening for a reason. Like this neck injury is happening for a reason. Maybe I need to slow down. And I did. And I slowed down and it, you know, working out wasn't the end all be all. It couldn't, it wasn't, it hasn't been for almost three years. I have not been able to work out properly. It started out as, you know, just being fucking injured and not being able to do shit. And I was like, oh shit, what's going to happen with my food? Well, I just did it. I did not want to lose five years of progress that I had literally busted my ass for. Literally busted my ass. Day, I'm talking seven days a week working out. I was like, I am not wasting that. I'm not turning back now. Like, I don't care what happens. So guess what? I fucking stuck with my meal plan even when I didn't want to day in and day out for the past three years, I've been doing it and it started out real slow. I meant to talk about this in my last episode. It's, it's cool. I, it started out slow. So like it, you know, the neck injury, I couldn't work out. And then when I started to be able to actually work out, it was very anticlimactic, like nothing. It was like all of a sudden, like everything felt really heavy. That's the best way I can explain it. And I thought, you know, my adrenals are shot. It's going to take time. So in my head, I was like, just hit that 18 month mark and you'll be back. It didn't happen. And it was very sad. Like as I approached the two year mark and it got worse, not better. I was like, what's, what's wrong. So I noticed that if I would do like hit cardio, I was dead in the dirt. Like I, I physically, my body physically couldn't handle doing high intense interval training. I I couldn't, I couldn't do it. My body was like, Nope, you're not doing that. 
to me. I can't handle it right now. It was weird. And that's all I used to do. I did Metcons all the time and I like could, physically couldn't do them anymore. So I started saying, you know, I can't do, you know, I'd have a friend want to work out with me. I'm like, I can't do that. And they'd be like, why? I'm like, I don't know. I'm tired the next day. I feel like I got the flu the next day. It's not fucking worth it. So I started noticing that pattern. Well, then it got to the point where, you know, the weightlifting, like body wouldn't do it. My body would physically not be able to lift the weights. So then I started doing like some steady state cardio and just not really pushing myself as much with the weights. I, I backed down off the weight and just did reps. Then that became too much. It was like a slow decline over two, two and a half years. And it got to the point right before my surgery where I just stopped going to the gym at all. And I mean, to be honest, like it, I know that sounds really silly, but like it, it stole so much of my soul and I couldn't act like it. I couldn't talk about it to anyone, but really like Dana, I, I couldn't, I, you know, having to still motivate my clients week after week when they were like hitting PRs in the gym, I was like living vicariously through them. I was so excited that someone was getting to go to the gym and like get something out of it. But at the same time, I was so jealous and like, I would give anything to go to the gym and feel good again, anything. And I mean, I did, I, I got surgery, got these things taken out. I, I, I can't, I will probably burst into tears. Then ne the next time I have like a good workout, it's going to be probably in eight weeks, but I will probably burst into tears if I can go and make it through a workout and not feel like I'm dying. Like I will burst into tears. Um, what was this episode about? I got so off track. Um, talking about being your own cheerleader, just doing it. Yes. These are all tying in though. I do want to say I, I'm bringing it back now. I know where I was going with that. I am not coming out of this, even my surgery. Like I haven't done terrible, like recovering from my surgery. I know it's been 11 days, but I still am very cognizant. I know at the end of the day, if I stay focused on like getting enough protein, I don't have to hit it perfectly. But if I get enough protein and I'm mindful, it's real. I'll be just fine. And for those of you watching, listening, if you like don't know what a macro is and you know nothing and you're just wanting to get started, if I could tell you the two most important tips above all else, and this also goes for those of you who know macros and you maybe are just starting and you are getting ready to go on a vacation and you're like, I don't want to lose all my progress. You won't. At the end of the day, if you are just focused, get enough protein in. And when I say enough, I mean like, not like a protein shake for the day and that's it. Like focus on getting some protein at least at every meal if you can. It doesn't have to be a massive amount. For instance, I start off every day with collagen peptides in my coffee. I don't even taste it. It's not even like I'm actively like ingesting protein, but it's there. I, I have not been doing my egg whites just because I have not been wanting to, but I make up for it the rest of the day. I'll do something else. Um, you could start your day off with some liquid egg whites. You could start your day off with a protein shake. Um, add egg whites to the protein shake and make it like a 40 ish, 45 gram protein shake. Um, it's just about being like mindful and knowing that, okay, I don't have to be perfect right now, but as long as I'm cognizant of what I'm putting in, I'm mindful about my portions and I'm really being good about getting some protein in 
at the end of the day, you're going to be just fine. You won't lose progress. I can promise you that. I can promise you that. And I, what's funny is I, if I showed you my progress pictures from two years ago when I started having issues of not being able to go to the gym to now to like today, my body looks exactly the same. And what's funny is we've increased my calories like eight, almost by 800, 800 calories. And my body looks identical. So, you know, it's obviously it's not really making progress because it's just been in fucking survival mode for two years. I don't know why I air quoted survival mode. (laughs) It's been in survival mode for two years. Um, But it's I haven't gained a bunch of weight. And I've increased my calories by 800. So for those of you listening or watching and you're sitting there starving yourself, stop. That's not the way to do it. I did that for years. I did that on and off for so long. I don't even know that I was eating 700 calories a day at some time, at some point. Like, just we're mentally programmed by the media and society to, like, not eat to lose weight. And that's incorrect. You have to eat to burn. Your body is like a car. What happens if you don't put gas and oil in your car? It doesn't go. It's your body's the same way. You chronically diet for a long time, you're going to trash your metabolism and your hormones. And guess what? Your hormones are ultimately what dictate whether you can burn fat or not. How's that for irony? When you chronically diet, you trash your hormones. You have to have your hormones regulated and doing their job to efficiently burn fat. Why would you want to trash them? That's what you're doing when you diet and you eat less, like way, way, way low calories. So got to eat. You got to hit a decent amount of protein. And at the end of the day, just be mindful of your portions. If you're doing nothing else, I don't even care if you're not tracking. You don't have to fucking track. You just have to be mindful. You have to sit down and say, I'm not going to eat like a fucking asshole today. That's it. It's really that simple. And, you know, I talk about, I will talk about it until I'm blue in the face. It's that simple. Stop overcomplicating it. It doesn't, it there's nothing about this that is complicated. Once you figure that out, that, that's when like truly your life will change. It's not about how much do I have to starve myself? Got to go on another crash diet. I have a wedding to go to, or I have a beach vacation to go to, and I'm not putting on a bathing suit unless I starve myself for 12 days. How many times have you done that? I've done it thousands of times. I can't tell you how nice it is never to do that anymore. I don't ever have to do that again. And it's funny. I talked about, I don't remember if I said it in this video or the last one, but it's, it's a game. This, this whole thing, I used to say, I just wish I knew how to do this. I used to tell my friend, I just wish I knew like, how do I know what's right? Who's the right trainer? Who has the best workouts? Who has the best meal plan? That's going to make me the thinnest and the most in shape. How, how, how do you do it? I don't want to go to college and learn about it. I hate school. It's at the end of the day, it's learning macros. That's it. Micronutrients are very, very important. Yes. Your macros are protein, carbs, and fats. Your micronutrients are things like iron, sodium, potassium, sugar. All of those things are micronutrients. They're very important as well. And they do play a role in your progress. 
But at the end of the day, you know, once you master the protein, carbs, and fats, and you're not just eating like a complete asshole, I will never tell someone like, yes, if it fits your macros, just eat Oreos all day. I will never advocate that because that's crap and it, you're going to feel like shit. Um, but you know, the beauty of learning and understanding all the way around macros, you can have a donut and make it fit in your day if you want. You could do that three days out of the week if you want. You could have wine every day if you want. I say that because it's just the way it is. And once you know that, it's like, there's not this like scary, like I hate how everything is like pitched to us. Like, ooh, you need that, you need that tummy wrap. You need this diet tea. I'm just saying it works better than anything else on the market. That's all bullshit. You don't need any of that. You really don't need to take certain supplements either. Like, I mean, you, you really just need to learn how to fit things into your day consistently that you can stick to long-term. That's the secret. I just gave it to you. Are you guys writing it down? That's the secret. What can you do consistently for a long period of time? And I'm not talking months, I'm talking years. What can you do for a long period of time that'll make you happy? Do it every day. I don't care if it's eating the same thing every day. I don't care. Eat the same thing every day. If it's a donut every day for breakfast with a protein shake, wonderful. Do that. You can do that and still be mindful the rest of the day and make sure you hit your numbers and you'll still make progress. You don't even have to work out. You don't have to work out. There's another one. Surprise, like you don't have to go to the gym and live there every day to make progress. So um, be your own fucking cheerleader. Stop expecting and depending on other people to support you. It may not happen and that's okay. Don't expect it. You chose to do this. You're doing it. And, and really, I forgot to mention this. Like if someone is being negative about your journey and it's someone who's close to you, I need to check this really quick and make sure I'm not on my time. Oh, I'm a minute away. I need to hurry. Someone is not supportive of you. Maybe they're being hateful to you about your journey. It's, it's something that's making them uncomfortable about you choosing to either get fit or get healthy, whatever that may be. It makes them uncomfortable. And that's why they're either making fun of you. Oh, you're on a diet. You can't eat that. Mm. Well, first of all, you're not on a diet, but I experienced some of that and it's hard. It's disheartening. It makes you second guess, you know, wanting to even like get healthy in the first place. Do it. You're worth it. You are all that matters. Don't worry about what anyone else thinks. It's like forcing them to look in a mirror and then they, it really is. And them lashing out at you is really just something that they're insecure with within themselves. So, um, if you guys have questions, as always click my link in the bio. Um, I think I covered everything today. Yeah. All right. That's it. Signing out. I'll see you in episode 10. Thank you for checking out the CWC podcast. If you want to learn more about our community, make sure to check out the show notes.